Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Fly Cool Shit, powered by Lyft. Before we get started with the episode this week, I uh, wanted to give a quick apology for what you're about to attempt to listen to. Um, there was a bunch of technical issues that we had uh, through the recording of this podcast. About midway through the podcast recording, I accidentally pulled my microphone cable out from the microphone. Um, so that uh, killed the podcast recording on our recording software automatically, so we had to reset and, uh, and, and finish the rest of the episode. And then Jeff had some connectivity issues on the airport uh, where he was recording. So um, bear with us. This was not our finest showing from a technical uh, aspect, but uh, we'll get back to it and try to do a better job next week. But no promises. Anyway, enjoy the episode. Welcome to Fly Cool Shit, the show where Jeff Petro and Mark Pollard talk about aerobatics, unique airplanes, aviation news, and so much more. Hey pilot, you're clear to enter the box. Smoke on. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Fly Cool Shit powered by Lyft. What up Jeffrey P? Not much. We are uh we are sweating our butts off over here in uh, New York. Very humid. I'm still like, you know, that oh, Rob Holland. You guys are getting into the humid season. Yeah. But the uh, the Rob Holland interview, uh, we had to be good boys and we couldn't really cuss a lot. So um, yeah. I don't know if I can go back to cussing. It's hard to go from cussing to non-cussing to cussing. It's hard. It's hard. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> yeah. So, but, um, but yeah, big news. Everybody knows it. A lot of big news. I got a, um, a private message from one of our listeners that, you know, shares our thoughts on, on boundaries and, and how there should be no boundaries in the IAC. Yeah. And I definitely want to, uh, approach that. He sent me a, um, a, a audio clip of somebody's flight at nationals, which I, we're going to get to playing and it's, you know, your typical out in, <laughs> And it's like, you so know, X crazy. amount of points. Oh, dude, it's, it's nuts. It's, it's different. You know, in case, in certain cases, it's, it's winning and losing off of some. Absolutely. Not to say the guy's a bad guy, but you know, they, there's no, you know, I guess rules as to who goes into the boundary. I mean, I, they try to pick people that they think are, um, are qualified, but you know, how is it that you're supposed to, you have to go through judging school and everything like that to create figures, but you can just be any Joe Blow and, you know, be on the line at nationals, you know, for say, you know, unlimited or intermediate, whatever the heck. And, you know, just down somebody who's been training for, you know, decades at this point and you're going to cost them, you know, some serious, some serious penalties. Not to say he might not be right sometimes, but, you know, it's, it's a big deal for some people. And um, I think it's got a, I think it's one of those things that just hasn't been, really um brought up in a big round table meeting everybody talks about it and, and everybody hates the boundaries everybody hates judging on the boundaries everybody you know so um i think they should get i just this, think is, this is something we this is something that's been brought up brought brought in this is something that's been brought up cool yeah. you don't know how to speak anymore <laughs> yeah um this is something that, that we brought up early on you brought up early on um and it's something that continues to be brought up it's you know, it's like like in in a lot of sports. You know, well, maybe not every sport, but there's several sports where like, you know, somebody who's in first place or wins first, 
gets some sort of a penalty or some sort of issue happens to where then they are not first. And then the second place person becomes first more often than not, that person does not really consider that being first. If that makes sense. Like I'll give you an example, like cycling, right? Tour de France, you know, somebody, uh, in first place, um, you know, crashes right before the finish line. And the, the second place guy that was a quarter mile behind crosses the finish line or something like that. Or, or there's something to where like a penalty was, was issued to the first place person for throwing a water bottle where they shouldn't have. And they got a time penalty. And then that put them Ugh. in second or third place. That second place per- person that is now first doesn't go like, yay, victory. My point to that is who wants to win a contest like that? No. Now, Hard zero eight, you know, HZ is all day long, right? But like, who wants to win on an arbitrary technicality of of a of boundary and like that that whole thing, like out in? Oh, I have the audio. That, should we should we wait to play it? I mean, I don't want to give away our, our show right off the bat. Five minutes. I mean, no, let them wait. Let them wait. Let them wait. Yeah, sorry, you let guys have wait. to wait. Um, yeah, it's worth it. <laughs> I think that's I think that's so crazy, dude. It's so oh, it's, crazy, and I'm I I've won't even there. speak I've to. I know. I know. Well, and I won't even speak to the qualifications of a boundary judge. Like that's uh, to me almost irrelevant to, well, I mean, it's, re- it's relevant in the terms of, or in terms of, uh, you know, how these calls are made and whether they are good calls or not. Right. That obviously bears some relevance, but Dude, I don't think there are qualifications to them. I don't, I don't, and, I mean, not. yeah, there's not, I mean, I've seen, I mean, unless you stand in the corner and if they're over your head, right. I mean, that's basically it. Right. If, if yeah, it, it you goes line past up, your, the line, yeah, you line up these two strings and if they go past the line, they're out. And, mm-hmm. but it's like, how is that, you know, how is that boundary set up? How is, the, how is the person lined up on the strings? You know, are they a little bit off of it? And then all of a sudden they adjust their ass and now they're giving that other person like, you know, 200 feet of, of wiggle. You know, it's like, it's just too many variables and the person doing yeah. it, you know, I'm just, I don't have the faith in how they select it. And you know, everybody's like, it's just a boundary judge, Jeff. It's just 15 points, but, or 20 points. But number one, you know, people have lost. Yeah, but why do that? Unlimited. And why like, dock that? Yeah. And it's like, you know, you got people that work and spend money for this sport for decades. Like, it's just crazy how much effort and passion goes into it. And to have some person who really doesn't have the experience um, or, you know, is put in a position where to really, you, you're not taught how to really do it. You're just basically brought there that minute and been like, okay, just line up these two strings. And, uh, Oh, by the way, it's team selection year. So try to do a good job. Like what, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? It introduces another, you know, and we're going to get, we're going to get real into this topic, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. And by the way, the person judging at night at nationals, I tried to look up who was boundary judges and you, you can't even, they don't even list who the boundary judge is. Well, and, and the, it introduces another, another element of bias judging. Dude, and I'm, you know, this is going to be the core. Right? This is probably, yeah, we're going to get into it. Um, but like that, that in, in and of itself right there almost makes the qualifications of the, whatever judge is sitting on the, on the boundary irrelevant to me. Like the fact that we have, uh, we, the fact that there are boundary judges at all introduces a level of bias. Cause let's face it, you know, I think every good judge would say it's almost, but it's almost impossible to not have any kind of bias. You're going to have some bias. There's, we just have, we live with subconscious biases all, you know, in our daily lives. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's crazy to me 
that you know judging the presentation is 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 a judged um, element to a to a flight. So yeah. if we're if we're worried about keeping something inside the box for presentation purposes, you're already being judged on that. You're already being critiqued on that. What what is and uh, this is kind of what I was saying with you, and the, especially with this this recording, you know, of the in out. How in terms of feet, what does that equate to? Is that a sixteenth of a mile? You know, like what is that? You know, yeah, at, at altitude, his, right? His it's head, so is his dumb. Head tilted is his head tilted? Is you know, it's just there's just too many yeah. variables, and you know, too many variables. It, you know, there's just no reason for it because the people who you're not going to a contest to finish to be like, oh, I want to get 15th place. So to say that it it, it spreads out the scores is, is is irrelevant. You're going there to win, or you should be. Yeah, and. You know, the first second or first through five are going to keep in it. They're going to keep it tight relative to the whatever the wind is doing. They're going to most likely present it the best because that's, you know, why they're winning. Um, yeah. I apologize for the helicopter background. So there's really, you know, how dare leave the, air things fly. <laughs> yeah. These worldly so gigs. That presentation score should really be left up to judges who are actually judges, like a boundary judge. Like, I guess, you know, your daughter's a boundary judge at this point. My son's a right. boundary judge. There's no qualifications. Yeah. You know, and I don't know, it's just so it's so frustrating because it's like, you know, judging alone with this bias crap and which isn't as bad as bad as as some people are making it out to be. But it's there. And I think it it's just a little frustrating that people are refusing to recognize that there is a little bit of it there. But, yeah, you know, the boundary judging is everybody doesn't realize that, you know, when you're competing at a high, higher level, 50 points, 100 points, that's huge. It's huge yeah. um, when you're in a big field, especially at nationals. You know, that's that's winning and losing. You know, look up the scores. I Everybody who doesn't believe me, go into the nationals, look at the results and whatever you want, whatever category you can. I'm sure you can find at least two or three examples of, you know, whoever came in first and second and the scores were less than 100 points. And then, you know, I right. you know, I don't have the knowledge of this or or I don't I didn't look that far. But, I, you know, you can even look into it and be like, maybe there's a boundary penalty in that. On the last flight, possibly, you know, and it's just look. the fact that it even exists at all in terms of um, an ability to have points docked because of it. I think is it's it's pretty silly because it's not used in SIBA, right? And where where no. where else are boundary judges used besides the U.S. I don't know. North Korea, maybe that's that, maybe. that, and that would make sense. It would, you know, they're very regulatory there. And I get that. <laughs> they, just, they want to really make sure people are uh, inside the box, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah it's, I, I think it's just get it's rid crazy. of it. You know, there's a volunteer yeah. issue in the IAC uh, that presents a problem because then you got to take away somebody from doing something else to go sit in a corner. It's a miserable job. Nobody wants to do it in the first place. So you're <laughs> begging people to go out there and sit on the line. Yeah. Just get rid of it. Get rid of it. Now, I guess I got a petition or do like a rule change thingy. I got to look on the website. So I got I guess I got to file. But is it that's a big rule change. I mean, that's that's huge. You know, I don't, is it, though? I think, well, yeah, because, you know, you're you're getting rid of, you know, something that's implemented as far as, you know, when they have a contest, you got to set up the markers. Uh, I'm sorry, you got to set up the uh, the boundary kit, whatever that it's like from like 198. Like it's got Orville's name on it. It's got these strings on it. You know, maybe they'll put it into a Get watch. Get rid of that one. crap. They'll put it into a watch one day. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
sell it for $25,000. It's just so ridiculous. And there's no, there's, I mean, there's a, you can be smart about how you set it up, but is it exact? Is it, you know, to, to a hundred percent standards where it's guaranteed that is it exactly 90 degrees and 90 degrees left and right, where you can line these things up perfectly with in relation to the box markers that are existing out there. I, I'd bet a lot of money that it wouldn't be exact. And if it's not exact, then why do it? I I honestly say, get rid of it. I really, I really do. It's like, get rid of it, dude. It's not, um, there's no point. Get rid of it. Yeah. It's it's totally real. Now let's play devil's advocate because if we had, if you, I want to get Jim Burke on, but if, if Jim was here, aside from asking him when his MX is going to get delivered, we ask him to give us the, the, the pros of boundary judging. What do Okay. Let me back up one. I think he would be a pro for boundary judging. I don't know why. I just feel like he, I feel like he would, I'm not, this is not a knock. I'm just saying like, I feel like he would be a proponent to keep boundary judges. And if, if he is, what do you think the pros are? What would he say the pros are to boundary judging? Um, Hmm. I mean, I Roger that. that. So I, so I would say a pro of it is it adds a different dimension to scoring and, um, you have to increase your ability to, to keep it within the box. Um, and that's, and that's a great, I think that's a great answer or would be a great answer if there was regulation as, as to who is, who is oh, doing the judging. Yeah. You got me. Hello. 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 I got Hello? you. Hey, sorry. Yeah, we're kind of uh, losing you a little bit. You still no losing um, yeah, uh, uh, why don't you start over because you cut out a little bit about um, uh, as soon as I asked you the answer or the uh, asked you the question. Yeah, so I think the pro would be that it adds a different dimension to the judging. Um, it makes, you know, you have to have a, a better ability to keep it within the box and, and not get downgraded. And that's a great answer. It really is. But the person who's doing the judging, it's not regulated. And like, not that I, like, I believe in regulation and all this crap. But if you're going to make somebody on the line who's judging figures have to go through a course in a school, why is there no, there's not even a course at the beginning of a contest being like, all right, you're going to boundary judge. You got to sit through this 15 minute video on when to give an out, when not to give an out. Is it half an airplane out? You know, whatever the heck and how to line up your eyes on it. There's just nothing. It's just the guys brought out there by whomever. And that person is God knows who sometimes. And they're like, all right, just line up the string here and, and don't worry about, you know, the chair. And, and if he's out this, it's like, it's just so dumb for, for people that, that want to really approach this, you know, for at nationals. I mean, I'm not really even talking about regionals at this point. You know what I mean? Get, getting rid of it on, on a, like, like, okay, well, uh, uh, let me ask, let me uh, continue this thought with another question. Will this be? Will we have boundary judges at WAC since it's in the United States? No, it's never at a SIVA or FAI. I still got to figure out whether whether to call it WAC as SIVA or FAI. I think it's FAI. I'm not. Maybe it's sanctioned by it, but no, it's not. It's yeah. not at a SIVA FAI event. It's not at okay. Advanced Worlds. It's not at Unlimited Worlds. It's not. They, the judges who are scoring the figures give presentation scores, and there's. Um, I don't know the exact criteria, but basically it's if the performance or the, the flight was, you know, to the left, it would be like a left, left type of thing or, 
Yeah. Um, you know, things like that. And the, where and, have, and, the, and the scoring would be degraded as such. Yeah. And you're not leaving it up to, you know, your daughter to go out there on a boundary and basically line up two yarns that your mother's going to crochet with later and give some outs. Yeah. Well, and like I was telling you on the phone the other day, it's like, you know, even if the airplane was two plane lengths out of the boundary from a score, from a perception standpoint, from the judge's line, um, what would that even, what, what would that even do to the presentation score? I mean, it may, it may deduct it, but it may not. I mean, how far away do you have to be, you know, I guess, how do I want to say this? I mean, out of bounds is, is, is a, is not a rarity, but it's, you know, people have a, a clear idea of the box, no pun intended, and of keeping it inside the box. So, Everybody knows you want to be in front of the judges and that's kind of, that's, that's the idea. So to get an out of bounds call, it's not, you're not going two miles out. No, you know, you're a, a plane length, a half a plane length, two plane lengths, maybe. Um, and I honestly don't know that that would cause a huge detriment to the ability to judge either. So it's all, it, I, I kind of go back to that. Like it's okay. I guess I, okay. I get the arbitrary lines have been drawn and now it's, it's judged as such. But it's like, I think that needs to be rethought a little bit. Yeah. And everybody like the, a lot of the contest organizers or people at contests are always complaining that there's not enough, not enough help and not enough volunteers. So get rid of the boundaries. You, one less score to have to tabulate through somebody else. One less person to have to, well, two less people to have to come to a contest to have to volunteer. Then, you know, you got to drive the person out to the boundary. You got, you know, less storage for the stupid sighting device thingy that they use. It's just, there's so many pros to not having boundary judges that I, I I really don't understand why anybody would want them besides if it was for a biased type reason, because the pros that way to come. Yeah. There's no pro yeah. to this. No, I, really I don't, don't see any. Feel like there's a pro to it. And how is that, you know, and then, you know, you try to make the contest, you know, somewhat equal to each competitor. So, and I, so the things that we can't control, one of the things that we can't control is weather, right? So what's yep. to say, you know, we have a big nationals, right? And, you know, the unlimited flight is the last flight of the day. So they start flying, right? And it's super duper windy, like just howling. So now these people are, you know, and say the wind is on the X. So, you know, downwind, everybody's going out downwind. Uh, everybody, yeah. whatever, whatever figures are lined up downwind, they're all just getting pushed out. And, you know, and I get that there's wind limits. I get it. But let's say it's at the wind limit and they're still flying. Then... So now you're getting downgraded not only on figures and presentation because it's it is a, a huge pain in the butt with wind um, to fly 100, uh, but you're also getting boundary penalties. Now the next nice day comes across and you know that lucky person gets to fly in say very very calm conditions. So you know we're never going to get rid of that that type of um, you know good fortune where you know you fly in the wind and that person doesn't fly. that's just going to happen that's just what it is yeah but why not try yeah. to take out the boundary if we didn't have boundaries so now this person not only are they not going to get ding that much on just flying in super calm conditions but they you know it's 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 a lot easier for them not to get a boundary out which add they fucking add up dude it sucks it really sucks um so you know you could take out that which is great you know, everybody complains about, oh, you flew in a better, you flew in better conditions. And, uh, I didn't, you know, and I've heard like horse, not horse. I heard stories where like at like a certain whack that, you know, certain French pilots would be, you know, 
X amount line in the draw. You know, they'd be lined up in the draw where it was borderline whether or not they were going to fly and say like that day it was really, really windy. You know, a French pilot who was before him would just delay, delay, delay and push that person so that they weren't able to fly that day. But the next day was forecasted to be like two knots of wind and then they fly on that day. So there's all different games you can play, um, you know. And you just, I mean, and it's, it is, dude, it's, my head it's competition. And it, yeah, yep, but that's it. That is if what you it know is. it going in, it is what it is. But like these boundaries, yep. like, you know, now you're taking away from the people that are doing that to hurt the pilot who has to fly in these conditions. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So fuck, I hate boundaries. I got, a, I got a lot of feedback on that, on that episode and boundaries and, and mostly people that have been in the sport for a while that have just had it happen to them or had to deal with it or seen it happen. And it's frustrating. It's really frustrating, you know, and it's not like you got somebody like, you know, who's got experience like Jim Burke or, you know, Jeff Bourbon. They, those guys are know what they're looking at and they've been in aerobatics and they know how to judge, I guess. And, you know, they can be a really good boundary judge. You know, we're asking people that have never been to an aerobatic contest sometimes and at nationals to go to the boundaries and never boundary judge before. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy when you think about it, right? It's, it's, it's it is it is yeah and this yeah. um did this did the boundary judging thing kind of did did that did it or did this latest topic or latest kind of debate or uh I don't know, what do you want to call it um issue uh that came up here uh this past weekend at seaward um did this kind of reignite your your fe- thoughts and feelings on boundary judging in particular yeah i mean i i'm excited that people are talking about it because you know i've been you know, involved and, and been around people that have been involved in the sport for a very long time. So I've, I've heard it all, um, whether they were right or wrong or whatever, I've heard all the stories and, you know, it is what it is. And you really have to dude. it's, it's one of those things like you, if you really love flying and and competing, um, you know, Rob touches upon it too. You just compete against yourself sometimes. And you you just, it is what it is. You know, sometimes a judge is just a complete dickhead and you're going to feel like he's biased, but you know what? Who cares? Because like I said, you're going to go into work the next day and nobody's going to give a shit what you did. Or it's not like you're getting a comped meal at, you know, your Applebee's because you, you won, you know, whatever regional contest. It's, it's, a, it's a joke when you think about it, but it could be a lot yeah. of fun if you're around the right people at a contest, you have a lot of fun with them. And it's very rewarding um, when you have a good flight, like, you know, when you have a good flight and when you don't, and not to say that that should be enough because it does suck getting a little bit of bias scoring, but most of the time when you have a really, really good flight and you're flying really well, you're going to finish top three um, or you should, uh, you know, you shouldn't uh, saying you don't zero. So, you know, you just have to accept it. It is what it is. I mean, we, you know, you and I might get flack for talking about this from some judge that, you know, we've never heard of who listens to the show and, and decides to hate us. Like, okay, fine. You know what? Score, yeah. score me, score me low. I, I don't care. I hope that every other judge scores me the right way and that you look like a complete cox. You know what I mean? So it yeah. is what it is. You're never going to change people that, you know, people, if they want to be people that are assholes are going to be assholes. You can't remove the bias. Yeah. yeah. You can't, you can't, you can't do anything to remove that. But the best part is that everybody, you know, it used to be really hard to find a bias because of, you know, technology, but now everybody's got an iPhone. Everybody's got access to scoring. Everybody can see what the scores are tabulated as. Everybody's got video. There's video out there. So now, you know, if there is bias, which let's face it, there is. Um, that judge is going to think twice about what he does because it's on record, you know, it's videoed now. Mm-hmm. So if somebody like you can pull up any video and I've done it and I'm sure a hundred percent of you guys out there have done it that have flown nationals and get access to the videos, you'll look at a video of yourself 
in say the known flight. And then you'll look at the person who finished ahead of you or behind you and you'll look at them and you'll just start picking apart like, oh, that wasn't a snap roll. Oh, that was a bobble this. Why was it scored a nine? And I got a seven and I clearly flew better. Like it, it's there. And, you know, maybe it's just the way the position of where the judge was sitting on the line or, you know, is his angle, you know, is that where he was, how he was looking at the air. There's so many variables, but, you know, we all talk about it and we all see it and, you know, you just have to accept it. It, it It's just you know, people are just going to be like that, but you, you go to contests to, to have, have fun and, and, and fly good. And, and when you fly good, you know, and the scores usually reflect that they really do. Um, at least I think, and I just don't, I don't pay attention to it. I mean, I was at a contest where I got down uh, like a hundred points because I didn't have like the IAC logo on my free or whatever the heck. <laughs> like, Oh my God. Yeah. People. And then like, so that, you know, that, that is what it is. And like, you just move on and you don't forget, but you know, you just basically know where you, if you want to hang out with somebody like that, like go hang out with, but like, I don't want to really be friends with somebody like that. And you go to regional contests to hang out and be with your buddies and fly. And, you know, I'm probably not going to want to go sit at a bar with that person and, and buy him a beer or, or have a snack. So you kind of just, you see who people are and you, you don't associate with them. It's, it's that simple, yeah. you know, but it's there. I mean, it's clear. I mean, if you want to, live in fantasy land and say that the judging is a hundred percent unbiased, then I wish I can smoke what you're smoking. But, um, but yeah, but yeah, this, this, uh, this comment that our friend made, um, he made that comment and my asshole puckered up. I was like, holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, and it was, it really went positive though. It got, dude, it got a lot of people talking. It did get a lot of people talking. I don't really feel like it was like, uh, I mean, there was certainly some people that, um, I mean, maybe offended is the wrong word, but like uh, saw it a bit differently. Um, and obviously what he said was cryptic, but basically, um, you know, comment was something to the regard of, you know, the way, uh, you know, the, the systemic issue of bias judging or or potentially bias judging, right? Yep. Um, and it got a lot of feedback. It certainly got, I, I, I stayed out of it for a multitude of reasons. One, like I, I don't have, I don't have the, you know, I have my own, um, well, what do I want to say? My own opinion on where it happens and why it happens. And, and, and the, the chapter, uh, element to it, right. The, the, the local chapter element to it and kind of how that plays in, like, you know, on the regional level, um, I have some problems with that and I've, I've had problems with that, which is, you know, been a big part as to why I just don't really have the desire to like go play the game. Um, but this brought up a lot of topics, brought up bias judging. It brought up, um, chapter fuckery. If I can say that, if that's a thing, um, what else dude? Um, it brought up some drama, which is, you know, we always like a little drama gets people talking. A little drama, drama for your mama. Yeah, this this it happened at uh, Seaward, Nebraska, this past weekend. Yeah, um, you know there were some uh, protests, uh, protests, and is, and some potential some protesticals. Um, yeah, and and some complaints lodged and and stuff that might be going up the flagpole, right? Uh, in terms of um, a, maybe a, a judge getting his 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 ability to judge pulled. Oh, that'd be great. I mean, it just that's what's so great about the internet is this stuff, you know, now that it's, it's 
it's out there and for everybody to see people that want to be dicks are going to kind of think twice, which is what we want, you know, and if they want to leave, leave, like leave the sport because you're being a complete asshole doing what you're doing as far as bias judging. So, yeah. Um, and people coming into the sport, it kind of sets a standard that, you know, it's not tolerated to give your buddy a 10 or whomever and, you know, downgrade some person who's working really hard just because you don't know them. Um, and, you know, I hope it doesn't happen as often as, you know, people have been saying it's happened um, because it is speculative. And, uh, you know, some some of it, when you look at the scores, it's it's so blatantly obvious. But, um, you know, I hope it makes people think twice. And um, this is what we want. I mean, post pictures, post pictures of scores and highlight the differences and, you know, let people let people see what's going on. Uh, because yeah. if it's like a secret society type of thing where it's not supposed to be talked about, that it's never going to change. And, um, you know, it falls on our hands, too, with this boundary talk. You know, we got to, you know, speak up about it. I just um, got to do it as far as, uh, you know, voicing it and figure out how to how to make a, uh, I guess, a uh, what you, not a protest. What do you, a rule change? I got to figure that out. I got to go on the website and petition it, I guess. I don't know. Well, let me ask you this. Do, do you, how, what do you feel from a culture standpoint uh, would be the reasons why people don't bring this stuff up? I mean, it's obviously if it's, if it's benefiting you, you have no reason to change it. You have, there's no motivation to fix it, but if it's not motivating you, which or I mean, not benefiting you, which I would imagine would be the majority. Cause how can you, you know, the, these things where, rules are bent or look the other way for people. And I'm not, I'm not accusing the IAC of doing that or judges doing that. I'm just saying that, um, if, if, if the claim to, um, judging bias is true, that, that benefit would only affect a few as you couldn't give that benefit to everybody. It would negate the bias. If that makes sense. Yeah. So why don't people speak up? I think it's because, you know, the people that, you know, the people on Facebook decided the past couple of days that have, uh, you know, been called out or, you know, that people know who we're talking about, you know, they've been in the sport for decades, long, you know, long yeah. periods of time. And, you know, sometimes fresh faces don't want to, you know, just don't want to ruffle any feathers and, and hurt their scores, you know, because maybe there's another person that they don't know about who's going to be at whatever contest um, who might hurt their scores. Like, um, you know, it could be a, a, a number of things. Um, and I think that certain people just most, you know, hopefully don't care and just, you know, basically know that that person is really, uh, whatchamacallit, um, insecure. And if this yeah. is, if they need to go to a regional aerobatic contest to get a wood plaque and in, in most regional contests at Advance Unlimited, there's no more than four to five people in a category. So if you really need that plaque. If that. Yeah, if you really want to get that wood plaque and and hang it on your wall so that basically I don't know you can masturbate to it, um, then go for it. Like by all means, because I don't really like go. I don't go to regional. I go to fly good, and you know it's it's always nice winning. But you know I I go there to to basically see what I can do at a contest after practicing for weeks and weeks and weeks, and you know put it all together. And and I love the the competitive environment of you know getting ready to fly and, um, you know, getting a little bit of, uh, you know, the, uh, just that, that competitive, uh, mentality. It's, uh, you know, I, I miss it. It's, it's, it's yeah. fun for me. So, um, 
you are know, a true competitor. Like you, you really do love this stuff. Yeah, it's fun. And you know, it's, it's really great that, I mean, Holland, you know, Bobby Holly says it, says it really good. You're really competing against yourself. There's nothing that you're going to do outside of basically shit talking somebody before their flight, but there's nothing that you're going to do. That's going to affect um, somebody else's flying. And hopefully if you're psychologically prepped, you know, you shouldn't let anybody else psych you out and affect your flying. Um, let me ask so, you this because uh, you bring up a good point and I want to play some devil's advocate. Love it. The idea of competing against yourself. I, I fully agree with that. I don't think, um, you know, I don't think anybody would disagree with that um, on any level, but especially the non team world competing level, right? Like there's obviously a team element that gets entered in barring the advanced and unlimited team. Um, and that dynamic, everybody else is, it's literally an individual sport, right? It's, it, there's no, there's no team. There's no, you can't bump somebody out of the track. You can't, you can't affect somebody else's flying other than, uh, you know, being, uh, you know, going and, and, I don't know, scaring the piss out of them while they're in the bathroom or something, you know, and then like <laughs> having them f- fly weird, right? You know, like you, you really, there's no, you can't really, I mean, you can get into somebody's head, but that's more of somebody letting you get into their head uh, more than, you know, like, like shit talking on the football field, right? So right. with that in mind, it being pretty individual, uh, you know, and like I said, outside of the national or uh, advanced and unlimited, it's it's very individual. Would that then be okay? You know what? It's uh, may the best man or woman win. Uh, every, it's everybody's fending for themselves. I'm gonna do me, and that I'm gonna do me. I'm using air quotes here. I'm gonna do me mentality. Is you know what? When I get a, a score I don't like, when I think I I didn't uh, do the figure uh, the way I was judged. Um, I don't like the way somebody does this. I'm going to piss and moan every single time at every single contest until I get what I want. You know, I'm going to fight. I'm going to, oh, you, uh, you know, uh, this judge scored this. That's bullshit. Look at the camera. And it's like some, you know, in cockpit camera that, you know, you can't really tell, you know, okay. They got scored on the downline, you know, docked on the downline or whatever, whatever it is. I don't know, whatever it is. Um, cause we've, we've seen now that basically the Squeaky wheel gets the grease here a little bit. There was an incident where somebody had complained enough to where that other competitor backed down. It was just like, you know what? Fuck it. You, you win yeah, literally and figuratively. Um, that's a, yeah. you know, I feel like that's a huge problem. Dude, it's, it is huge. I mean, and even at like, you know, I gotta be honest, like the regional contests that I've been to in the Northeast, I haven't seen, um, any protests. I mean, there have been a couple, but I wasn't involved as far as, um, like wanting to even hear about it because to me it's just i just i i laugh at it at at that point um but i've seen some protests yeah, at nationals. what's the point here sure and yeah. and you know that's that's where the juice is worth the squeeze here but um and i don't get the regional level stuff other than you you know what if this is all a testament if if, if you're starting the season with i need the highest percentage scores as humanly possible for a a reason whatever the reason is whether it's Hey, you want to you want to do well enough and intermediate to justify your move to advanced. You want to um, get your average up for for scores. You know there there seems to be this like either you're going to fly like your mentality. I'm going to fly lights out and fly as as good as I can. And you know what? If the judges dock me, they saw something I didn't. Fair enough. Yeah. It's that's that sounds that's perfect. And then there's these. I, I feel like there's this mentality of like I'm gonna I'm gonna fly really good. I've been coached. This person tells me I'm flying really good. 
really well. Um, I get docked something. That coach says this is bullshit or that competitor says this is bullshit. They protest it and they raise a stink until somebody bends potentially. And that, that bending is another element of bias. It's like, you know, they, they called you on it, but now you're like getting in their face and getting irate and yelling and screaming until they change their mind. <laughs> That's pathetic. It's fucking it's, pathetic. it's crazy to me. <laughs> like, how is that competition aerobatics? If again, there's two sides to every story. I'm we're, this is a secondhand stuff that we're getting. And I know we're being cryptic here. I'm just trying to be respectful. You know, we're all friends with everybody here at the end of the day, but that's if, yeah. if that story is half true, it's insane to me that that is the idea of competition aerobatics. I think it's just honestly, I think that what's going to what's going to change a lot of it. And I hope I hope I'm not sounding too much like an ass um, and I hope I'm making some sense. And, you know, this could just be the way, you know, we're thinking. But um, just video, you know, if somebody had a videotape of somebody flipping out and posted it, that would be hysterical. And that person would probably never do that again. And like, you absolutely. Know, just, and just hold people accountable. Like, just take a picture of a protest and post it on aerobatic pilots. Like, you want to protest and you believe yeah. it's you're not being a dick, and you you think it's cool. Let the public see, yeah. man. Or like, I think the protests are public. You know, everybody at your contest, just take a picture of protest hashtag protest IAC whatever whatever you want to fucking call it, and and post it. <laughs> I'd be I'd love to see what the protests say. And like, I've seen them all, like, like not all, but I've seen some where, where I've all, almost felt bad for competitors where, you know, a guy flew in, I think it was intermediate or sportsman. I forget. Um, it was with a floor of 1200 or 1500 feet and he had his GoPro running and the GoPro was running the whole time. So it showed that his altimeter was zeroed and it showed the whole flight and the altimeter didn't go below uh, 1500 or 1600. It was, there was no, no lowness and um lowness or whatever <laughs> lowness. and he protested that with the gopro and, and of course it wasn't upheld because you can't rely on a gopro to that so that's when i kind of feel bad because everybody's like you can't protest they're not going to accept gopro stuff everybody knows like you don't accept and he protested anyway just to like let them see it i guess i don't know but um yeah it's like that should have worked it should you know you would you would think that that would be like you know if i saw somebody protest and their GoPro video was from when they took off, when the altimeter was zeroed to the whole flight until they landed and stopped. And it didn't go below the floor of the category they were in. And they, and that low call got given away. I would have been like, you know, hell yeah, dude. Good for you. Maybe I'll, you know, yeah. I, might, I might want to think about maybe GoPro in my flights for this, for this reason. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, uh, well, they and just, like there's, they there's protests that, that they just are legitimate. They just want it. I mean, yeah. let's think, think about this, right? Unlimited. So unlimited is, it should be the best of the best. And they, these guys are flying, you know, the top guys are flying incredible. You know, Rob, Goody, Aaron, it just, everybody is just flying so freaking well. So yeah. if, if you're that good of a pilot where you're doing, you know, negative flicks up, negative flicks down, you know, down loops with, you know, whatever type of rotations, um, why is there a floor? Why is there even a floor at that level? I mean, obviously, you don't want to fly right off the deck. Um, I would want to give myself margin, but you know, just for for viewing of the judge, you know, you want to you want to bring it up hundred or two hundred feet, I would think. But you know, why is there even like why is Goody Thomas or Rob Holland at risk of getting a low call? Yeah, like it's a good why? question. You know, it's just another it's just another piece of the pie for some judge 
to be like, well, and then, you know, it's just, it's just irrelevant to me at that level to, to get called low, you know, sportsman yeah. intermediate and advanced. Cause you know, there are some intermediate guys that go into advanced that should not be in advanced. Um, I totally agree with, with having a floor hundred percent. Do you never get rid yeah. of that? I, w- I would fight it, but unlimited, the, you know, and maybe that Gone. was, that would prevent some people to, to moving up to that category. Well, it, w- it wouldn't prevent them moving up, but you know, hopefully, you know, they would, they would stay, they would respect, you know, some type of altitude, lower limits. Um, but, but yeah, there's just, there's a couple things that just shouldn't exist. Like if you ask Rob Holland, like, would you be mad if they got rid of a floor and unlimited? I highly doubt he would say uh, that he would be upset. Like what's yeah. the difference? He's not going to be low anyway. You're not pushing the floor. Yeah, exactly. You're not, you're not, you're not, you're not going to, you're not pushing the, the you're not, you're not going to push it down to the deck. Yeah. There's nothing that you'd be doing down there that you're going to be, you know, this isn't an air show. But it also gets rid but, of bias with not bias with judge. It also gets rid of, you know, certain issues. It gets rid of an element. Yeah. Well, it's unpreventable sometimes where the judge's position is. I, I want to say I could be completely wrong. So I apologize. But at Oshkosh nationals in 20, uh, gosh, 18, I believe the judging got switched. 90 degree the judges sat 90 degrees um to where they usually do because of the wind and they were sitting by the cemetery that was up on like a berm almost so they were elevated i believe um correct me okay please message me i I hope i'm not butchering this but there was a certain you know elevation to it so it made people look lower than they were i want to say that's what i heard but you know it would just get rid of that yeah because even in advance like you got to be low you know 700 feet or whatever the heck is three you know, six sixty six or whatever. Um, you know, you don't really, you don't need to get down that low in advance. And if you do, like, it's not that low, and you know, you shouldn't really be doing anything. You know, energy towards the ground that low. I don't know if it's from like a downline, but my point is that um, the judging bias with sitting up on a berm is not going to affect advance at that floor. But adva- with unlimited at three hundred feet, you know, I think it could have some type of impact at it. I think so. So yeah, I'm on board with it, dude. I think it's a good idea. Yeah. But yeah, I think people should just video other people protesting or other people being, you know, jerks and post it. (laughs) Cause that would be, it would be hysterical. And it would make people think twice, be like, Hey, you're at a fucking regional contest. Can you just chill? Have a good time. Go fly your best. dude. I hope you win. Like beat, uh, beat me at that or whatever. I hope I beat whatever. This is not, we're not here to to get into fights with people over a ten dollar wood trophy yeah you know like give me a break like why are you gonna ruin other people's you know future paths or their their view and you know maybe somebody saw some you no know, maybe somebody was interested in getting into aerobatics and they see this irate guy fighting with somebody and they're like what the hell is this crap i don't want to do this like well and i remember hearing about this like stuff well, yeah. Well, and I remember hearing about this, these kinds of things happening um, when I was early on, like, you know, when I was flying at Satabri, I think in loops, rolls and spins were just insane. Right. Um, you know, I, I would go to chapter meetings and I would hear this stuff and it just really, it turned me off really early on of like competing. And it's a stigma that I still have today. And it's like, it's, it's hard to fight it. It's hard. It's hard to move past that kind of, um, that feeling that you get, you know, when you just ha- get, you're so excited about something, right? Like you, you remember learning aerobatics. I'm sure you were just like, holy crap, this is incredible. Like every new, I mean, I remember like 
I'll never forget Wayne Hanley showing me the dink. This is years ago, but showing me the dink for the first time in the extra, I giggled. Yeah, you know, I think I, I don't know if I've said that on the podcast before, but I giggled. I remember I used to I <laughs> giggle when somebody would show me a new aerobatic maneuver. Even as an adult, I would giggle. Like, I love that stuff. You get giddy. You know, you're just like super juiced. And to have those feelings of being super excited, you're uh, super bright eyed, super motivated, ready to, you know, fly aerobatics. You love it. You eat, sleep and breathe it. And then to hear at, at chapter meetings or to, to see people just constantly bitch and moan about, you know, how this was bullshit and this was bullshit and this was bullshit. And um, we protested this and we're, we're going up the flagpole and we're sending this up to IAC national and uh, we're going to get this resolved and we're going to, you know, change this rule. And it's just like, there's, there's well, honestly, so much talk about how to bend life around a culture that it, it's like, you guys aren't even fitting within. You're not fitting within what the IAC is asking you to. You are asking the IAC to fit around you. It's the complete opposite yeah. of, of what should be going on. And it's such a turnoff. And yeah. I wonder how, I many, mean, that's how, how only, often that happens at, you know, on the regional level. Honestly, it's not, it's because all you hear about is sometimes it's the bad things like this, this dickhead flipping out or whatever the heck, like that's what you hear about. But like, you don't hear about, yeah. you know, at the end of end of the day, everybody having a beer and, and, and talking shit and having fun or, you know, the rising up. Like there's plenty of that. There's it's, I would say that the people that are being, you know, negative or whatever, it's 10% of the contest. If that, and that's only if you want to, you know, put yourself in, in that in their presence, you know, and deal with it, which I don't, right. I mean, I've been at contests where I know that somebody's a jerk and I just, you know, I might say hello to them, but like, I'm not gonna, you know, hang out at the end of the day or, you know, or go grab dinner or whatever the heck. Like yeah. I'm just not, you just don't put yourself and there's plenty of people that you, you end up having a great time. Like if you and, and whomever on the West coast, you know, we're at a contest, you guys are going to have a great time. Like you guys are going to basically, yeah, you know, maybe make fun of each other's flying or, you know, you know, critique notes. I mean, uh, put, put together notes or, you know, help each other with getting the plane ready. Like there's a lot of, um, camaraderie with that. And it's a lot of fun. And, and basically the people that are jerks, oh, Jeffy, just, we're losing you, you laugh at it. It's just, it's just, you know, that's just who they are. Um, and you know, you gotta, you can't take it too oh, seriously. Buddy, we're losing it's you. just not worth it. Oh, man. You there? Hello. Hello. Oh man, that Hello? was a long, that hey. was a long choppy, uh, half, half, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, we can only hear about yeah, we'll, half of that. Yeah, we got to cut it. We'll cut it. Um, no, I was saying that, you know, basically the people that you go to contests, you, 90% of the time of year, it's a lot of fun. And, yeah, you know, you 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 ride. It's fun. You just joke around a lot. You you uh, you get to fly in a new area. You get to be around all these really cool planes, and you get to see some really cool aerobatic planes. It's, that's what that's what happens a lot at regionals. Like this, this oh, thing that's that my happened. Part. Yeah, and there's there's so much of it, dude. Um, that you get your full you get your full dose over two days or three days. Like there's plenty of it. Um, and you just don't go near people that are that are that are like that. You know, that negative. You know, gonna protest for 50 points of your score like have, have it take 100 yeah take 200 points i don't care <laughs> yeah will yeah. that get you like stop will that get you away from me at this point will that get you to go to another side of the airport so i don't even have to look at you like 
please. Go. <laughs> it's just not worth it. And you talk to anybody like that, you know, we think is cool or, or seems to be level-headed. Like they'll say the same thing. It's just like, whatever, like, cool. go, yeah. go protest, like have fun, dude. Like this way you can go to whatever job you have and you can brag to all the people that you're the, you know, the, you won gold medal at intermediate at, you know, uh, like an Arkansas regional aerobatic contest. Like, good job. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever makes yeah. you sleep at night. Right. <laughs> right. So, and that to it me sounds is funny. so silly when you say it like that. It is. It's so silly. And usually, it usually comes up at contests and you usually joke about it. And like, even what happened, you know, in my case where, you know, I got docked those points, you know, this is years ago, but. And like, you know, two people were like, were you going to protest? I'm like, no, I'm not going to protest. Like, why? Like, who, who cares? <laughs> like, I'm not going to go and spend an hour of my life to protest for X amount of points so that, you know, I could possibly win a trophy that, that, you know, it's just, I, it's not why I'm here. It's, it's, yeah. it's not why I'm here. And the people, you know, and the people that know are, most of the people are at the contest anyway, so they'll know. Like everybody's gonna know what happened, and everybody did know what happened, you know, by the end of the contest. And yeah, and that's that's the way you want it to work out. You don't want to be a whether good know, or bad. People are gonna know the truth. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to be that guy that's known at protesting everything, and then it's yeah. like, you know, maybe the judges will hate you, then you'll get even more biased scores. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> but yeah, but I wish there was video. People gotta take video of people like protesting. <laughs> like TMZ throwing a shit fit. Yeah. <laughs> do, do, do. Yeah. Like breaking news. Yeah, man. Oh, it's crazy. Well, yeah. We need to talk about another thing. Um Ooh. that is elections. Are t- they open up tomorrow. And so our good friend Jeffrey Petroselli is on the ballot. Please vote for me. Let me know how many little friends <laughs> how many little friends I have. <laughs> I'm gonna um, definitely do we have people voting for me? <laughs> do we have up somewhere? I'm trying to look for it of who all is uh, running. I know Dagmar Kress, Brittany Lincoln. Yeah, it's that you, Justin Hickson. Who well, am I missing? Oh, that's um, right. I'm sorry. He's not running for board. Um, no, nah, yeah. I don't know. I don't have it up. Board? I know that Dagmar is, and yeah, I, if I could vote for Dagmar that three Brett, times in a row, I'd. I'd vote vote for her three times in a row if I could. She'll make it no problem. There's no way she, she won't better because be like that is that is one thing I will protest if she doesn't make it. Yeah, I will protest that for sure. Um, because she, I think that she's, you know, um, I think she's one of those people that will will try to follow through with what she's saying she wants to do. Um, and I think she has the, you know, intelligence and the, uh, you know, the backing following to, to do it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would be, I'd be, um, I don't want to say upset, but like, um, it'd be such a letdown if she doesn't a get a group of people, you know, running against yeah, each it's other. Gonna be, like, it's going to be, it's a good election. There's no loser here. It is. No. No, it is. They're, like, yeah. there's no, like, there's no, there, there's nobody on there where I'm like, Oh, like why on earth would that person be running against this group? You know, they all, they all bring different levels of experience, different walks of life, um, and therefore different perspectives. Uh, but you, you can't go wrong with anybody that's running. So 
Yeah, it opens no. tomorrow, and um, I'm trying to find out here. Is it open for how long is it open? I don't know how long it's open. Um, is it two weeks? I think. Yeah, something like that. Two weeks, three weeks. Something like that. But three weeks. Just vote. Get it over with. Vote. Don't vote. vote. Get it over with. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. There's just there's just a lot of good candidates, and I think that you know it's. I don't know. I think that I think that the IEC is on the right direction. That you know, unfortunately, there's maybe some drama going on, but it's or there's people speaking about these these things that are not good that are happening, but get these things out there, get them dealt with and get them away. So there's nothing left, but, but positivities, you know, um, uh, or whatever, um, just get rid of this bullshit, um, that people yeah. hate about the sport or, or whatever, or, you know, get their, get their pulse on what they feel they want at contests. Um, that's the biggest thing. I mean, my, my whole thing with contests is, um, just to make them more fun for when there's downtime and you're not flying because, you know, Although there's flying throughout the day at, at a busy contest, that one person is only flying for, say, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And then the volunteers right. are basically sitting there and, and they're not going to sit in the baking sun just looking at the same sequence of sportsmen or intermediate or whatever flying over and over and over again. So, you know, put up, uh, I was saying, they, you know, get like a blow up screen, like a 10 foot or a 15 foot by 10 foot and just have, a, you know, aerobatics playing or people's, they can put up their GoPro footage from that flight whatever the heck. And, uh, you know, I mean, I see 23, somebody told me they used to have a band playing on a ramp. It's, it's freaking wild. Like what they were doing down in Florida. And, um, if there was a contest up here where there was a band, you know, jamming out, I, I don't know. I might even forget to fly at that point. I just hang out and, uh, and listen to music. Um, so that's kind of where, where I think the IC needs to, to shift gears a little bit and, and put some more time into entertaining or, finding things to do for the, the volunteers that are giving up their time to, to help out the contest, um, you know, in that way. And uh, snow cones. Um, that's the only way I can get your vote was to... Uh, snow cones. Yeah, just to get some snow cones out there. <laughs> snow cones. That's that's the name of the game, dude. Yeah. Um, How about that? How about so, that, Facebook, that Facebook stuff with the watches? <laughs> so funny. I was laughing. <laughs> Because at first it looked like a real ad, so I just scrolled right past it. I'm like, you know, because you just don't pay attention to any of the pop-up ads. <laughs> and then, like, I saw it was on aerobatic pilots or whatever the heck or from from somebody, and I I started reading <laughs> through it, and I was like, holy shit! All right, we're recording. Sorry about that, guys. I bumped the mic and uh, pulled pulled the cord out. Um, so yeah, the uh, yeah, somebody made the the watch the Goulian, <laughs> like super diamond encrusted. <laughs> <laughs> It's great. Oh my uh, god! Yeah, and then the, uh, was it David Summerfield today? I, you know, I should look up and give a, a credit where credit's due. But posted the uh, that Super D watch with like the Mickey Mouse. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that one. A new one came out. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's got a Mickey Mouse, like a Mickey Mouse face or something on it. It's so funny. Let me, uh, dude, Michael, out of here, Mike Lentz. Can we just talk about? I mean. I mean, he, he's a true assassin dude first off he's got great hair you guys got great hair number one yeah i don't know i don't know why he bothers wearing a hat if i had locks like that i would i would be doing like herbal essences commercials with his hair um, he can really fill out a flight suit too he's got a, he's got a, a nice tight man bod 
Yeah. No, he's totally dad bodying it up. hundred <laughs> um, <laughs> percent. But yeah, dude, intermediate decathlon beats an MX. I mean, not only that, he beat a 300L too. And it's 300L. I mean, is there, where else do you go in life after that happens? I mean, why bother moving up in category when you could do that? Honestly, it's a hard argument to, uh, to, to be made to, as to why you would not move up. Yeah. I know. Although he should. It'd be fun to, it'd be fun to see him. He needs to buy the panzel. He needs to buy Aaron McCartan's panzel and just move to advance and get it over with. I mean, now is the time to do it. He should do it. I saw him fly Aaron's panzel and, um, I was just as excited as his hair of his hair as him flying the panzel. <laughs> he flies that good, really, huh? really well. Yeah. To the point where I was looking at Aaron. He's kind like, of a good stick. Yeah. I was looking at Aaron to see if Aaron was getting pissed, but he was like more, he was like a proud dad, you know, like that's, that's, that's Mike. That's my, that's, that's my, my son. son. My that's my son. And no, he was, you know, Aaron was super, super excited about how well he flew it, but it was, eesh, oh gosh, flew it awesome. Um, and then, um, and he's, you know, Mike is, I haven't spoken to him in a while. Um, I really need to call him, but he's, he's such a cool dude and you would never know it, but he has an incredible sense of humor. Like more, he's one of the funniest guys I think I know. And I didn't really get to really hang out that much as, as most people do because obviously he's in, you know, the, he's out West, so I'll get to see him. But, yeah. Um, I had a great time overseas with him and, um, guy, the guy is just so good. He's so good. He can fly anything. You can give him, you can give him a, a, you can give him a gen pro and he would win. You can handicap him with the gen pro and he would win. Okay. Let's <laughs> since you, since you brought it up. And since you said the terms gen, the words gen pro and handicap, I'm just going to play off your words. This is not this is not an original thought by me. I just ask a question, okay? Just asking questions here. I'm so excited. How much of a handicap is a gen pro over a super D for Mike Lentz? Is it? Is it? Gosh, it's a big one. It's a big one. I mean. <laughs> Honestly, if there was a Gen Pro and a Super D on the ramp, and if it was unlimited, I mean, let's be real. But if it was advanced, and if Mike being Mike, I'd, I'd, because I'm a gambling man, <laughs> I would literally put my money on Mike coming up with some free that works in advance, yeah. and betting that he would beat at a regional level, that he would beat, that would, he would, metal, I would take, I would bet every day of the week, like, First, second, or third at a regional in the Super D in advance, Mike Lentz. I'd put yeah. money on that any day of the week. That's that's just that's a sure thing. But winning first at a regional, I'd probably I'd put money on on Mike Lentz in the Super D against a Gen Pro. I would. I really would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. I mean, it is. It is. I mean, because you got that you know fair. when you start stacking, and once you start not stacking, once you start putting the uh, the odds together, I mean, there's a there's a um, there's a there's a, a chance that one might not even show up. It might have a tailwheel problem. That's a good point. You know. Um. So yeah, and this dude, I just said I'm so ADD, but this year's nationals is going to have such a, a diversified field of airplanes. You know, hopefully there's some game birds there. There's going to be some pansies. I really there's hope so. There's going to be some obviously extras, some MX, some new MXs, hopefully. Um, 
yeah, there's a there's a lot of cool stuff coming. It's going to be really exciting. Yeah. So I'm, you know, the next couple of years are really exciting. I mean, you know, you want to talk about the timeline of, uh, you know, and it really does kind of start with, well, it doesn't start with, um, uh, whack being canceled, but it kind of does because now you have this thing where you had this really fine tuned advanced team, not get to do their stuff, which really is sad. Right. Yeah. But now and there's no, well, there's no, but it's sad. Um, but then you, you go from this, this crazy well-oiled advanced machine that didn't get to do their thing to then blowing it up and having, um, having nationals and team selections and then worlds. Yeah. It's crazy. So that you're going to yeah. have, I mean the, the drama of like, I mean the shape, do you, do you think the advanced team, obviously in unlimited there's the, you know, with, with Mark being gone, uh, rest in peace. Um, you know, there's, there's going to be a couple unlimited field. There's a big unlimited field. I'm more excited. Yeah. I am very excited about the unlimited, uh, this year. Me too. Should, should I rattle I th- them off? So uh, what I wanted to, so let me, let me prep you with this. Do you think it's, so I think advance is going to be a big shakeup in, in my, in my opinion. I think people are coming out of the woodworks for advanced. I also think. Well, it's not it's not team selection for Gene. That's going to be next year. But uh, but that's what I'm saying. Next, I know unlimited is this year. But I'm, what I was saying was team selection next year, and then worlds, uh, yeah. advanced worlds, right? Oh so yeah. Everybody's go- everybody and their mother is going to come out of the woodwork to try to make the advanced team because they don't have to ship their airplane the, the following year to to, to whack advanced worlds, right? Yeah. So yeah. that's crazy. So you, you're right. You're right. I, sh- I should have been more specific. I mean, there's kind of two paralleling things here, right? You, you have advanced, which I think is going to be, which is a real shame to see kind of the team go up for grabs again. Um, it, it's, you know, it's good in a lot of ways, but for the people that work so hard and then did get to like do their thing, super sad. But I think that's going to shake up a lot, or at least there's going to be heavy competition. If it doesn't shake up a lot, heavy, heavy competition uh, yeah. uh, at nationals next year. Nationals this year for unlimited should be freaking televised. Dude, pay-per-view. It should be televised. We need Joe Rogan to like, we need to like do like the UFC thing. You know, when the fighters come out and they face each other. Yes. You know, like the day before that's what we got to do. We got to put like, weigh you know, each. Yeah. Just weigh-ins and just let them go face to face, like stare downs. We need some unlimited stare downs. Yeah. I agree. You know, I'm not sure, you know, I'm, I've been, um, so I started a training in the, uh, unlimited category now. So it's hard for me to get away and, and then the deter training to back to advance, you know, cause I'm not going to just train a little bit and try to do okay. I, you know, I rather go and try to try to do really well. Um, so I think, I don't know what my shot is as far as going to nationals to compete, but I might go out there just to go watch a little bit you know, for two or three days. And if I do, you should come with me and then we should do, I'd love to, we should just broadcast from there for a couple of days. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. But so the field unlimited um, so far, this is who, who I think, um, actually, can we say somebody who might be going to unlimited? Is that known? Yes, I'm, it, it, it is. is. It's public knowledge. It's on the ISC website. We are okay, not, cool. we may be spoiler alerting it from people that haven't looked it up, but it is public knowledge. This is not a secret. All right, cool. So I guess we'll just rattle them off. So 
Um, I don't know. This new guy's coming. Um, he's all right. Um, I've seen him fly a couple times. His name's uh, Rob Holland. We'll see how he does. Um, <laughs> yeah, it might be. He might be okay. Mid pack, you know. Mid packer, definitely mid packer. It might surprise us though. Um, we got Goody Thomas. So Rob Holland, Goody Thomas, um, Aaron McCartan. I heard is going. We got AJ Wilder, um, Mike Silberti, who has been flying a ton. Um, Craig Gifford. Um, I don't know if he registered, but I know he's training. I hope he still comes. That's six. I think he's. Yeah, I thought he was. Yep, we got AJ Wilder. That's seven. Um, is the is Krista going? Say again. Is Krista oh, in that edge? You know, I don't know. Um, uh, boy, that's a good question. I'm assuming yeah. her plane's going to be back and ready by then. Yeah, I would assume then, so. Um, who am I missing now? I got seven. Did you say goody? Say goody. So we got seven people that can that can fly unlimited uh, pretty well. Yeah. You know, uh, really well actually. Did uh, you say pretty. Burke? No, sorry, Jim Burke. Gosh, my bad. Uh, Jim Burke is coming. Maybe um, you know, I heard is like Messenheimer going to go for it. Adam. Yeah. I didn't know he is was. He I didn't stay know advanced? He, No, I don't. No, I'm, I, no, I'm just asking. I'm, this isn't breaking news or anything. I was. I was just wasn't sure. Oh, um, I think he. Would, I think he's going to go to nationals. I don't think he's flying limited, um, unless maybe he started recently. Uh, but he's no. I wasn't really, sure if he really was making good. the jump up because AJ is. Are you? Are you gonna? Are you trying out this year? No, I don't want to go this year because I'm just not gonna. I'll, I wouldn't finish well. Um, but I think Johnny Wacker might be going uh, competing on limited. You know, a team selection. Wacker, okay. Yeah. Um, and then remember we were talking to Philip Steinbeck. And he was talking about that yeah. he was training. He might be uh, competing in Unlimited as well. That would be cool. How freaking cool would that be? I mean, you talk about judging bias. I would immediately dock him three points on each figure for not having a ponytail. That, <laughs> that's just that's how I judge. But I guess it's called. I guess that would be that would be judging bias, or it would is that what everybody would do? Or would you that know, go under? Would that go under presentation? Ooh, yeah. That's you know that's got to be a well, presentation thing, right? Yeah, we'll look it up in the rule book. Um, <laughs> and uh, what other West so Coast funny. people are we missing? I thought what's that guy who was partners with Brit? He is he going to fly unlimited or advanced? No, advanced. He's going for the advanced team with Brit. He, okay, because I was surprised because he flew. Unlimited at regionals, and I heard he was good. Um, yeah, uh, I I don't know how much unlimited he's been doing, um, but I I would imagine it's it you know, advanced. Oh. I mean, he's been flying advanced forever. By the way, I have the perfect thing for you to do to piss off people. Okay, I'm I'm already on board. Already on board. And yeah, because you know how everybody breaks your your chops because they're like, oh, you need to go to a contest, Mark. You need to go to a contest. Oh yeah, I'm you just know getting you it today from uh, uh, from Joe, uh, Joe man, and Britt. Joe who? Uh, McMurray. He oh. owns that uh, really nice Super Decathlon. I don't know if you've seen it. He's a West Coast guy. We just hung out one? this weekend. Yeah. Oh yeah, it looks like a really neat uh, paint scheme. I like that airplane. It, it's a really pretty airplane. He's an incredible guy. Shout out to you, Joe. He's a listener too. Um, oh cool. But yeah, I was I was getting crap from both of them today. 
So you know what you need to do? You need to get it. You need to get the IAC smooth patches from primary through unlimited, and just brag about them. <laughs> How great would that be? Mm-hmm. Why go to a can, contest when I'm already unlimited smooth? Hundred. How? Because you could do. You can. You can. You could do all the unlimited smooth figures. You know. We can get, we can I don't get even know what. To, I don't even do know what. What what are the figures? Let me, the only, let me see if I can the look only thing that's smooth. yeah, I already looked them up. Um, the only thing that's going to give me trouble is the uh, right? yeah, but it's on a forty five. It's not a big deal. The only thing that's going to no, give me trouble is the the vertical up uh, inside flick, which it's just if you did, uh, we'll, I have we'll to figure go fast. Like yeah, whatever, yeah, we'll figure it out. But how great would that be? It'd be like, why aren't you going to college? Be like, dude, <laughs> done it all. I've done everything. I've done it all. I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about going um, into gliders. At this point. <laughs> 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 oh my god! Uh, I love let's it. see here. I'm trying oh, to look up the it. smooth. I forgot where it is on the site. No, I have it. I took a screenshot of it. Oh, I, will you rattle off the figures? I'm just curious. So the unlimited smooth. If anybody out there wants to go get an unlimited smooth patch, um, and post about it, that'd be cool. So you have to do an inverted spin. With an inverted exit, so inverted one turn spin and a push to level flight. You have to do okay. a four of eight point roll from inverted. Um, you have to do a three quarter roll on a vertical upline. You have to do okay. an eight sided loop. Done. So you've already you've gotten all these so far, right? You know, uh, it depends on who's grading me. Uh, I might have to repeat you, some. I mean, I'd have, have I'd have to go and actually score, like hang out the figures, but you have to score a five or above. I think I, I think I could do that. I think well, that's that I could probably the, so far everything I could probably do cold. Yeah, and, we'll just get a you know it. it's simple. We can just get you a biased judge. Problem solved. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, and that's the crazy thing is like the judge can ask you to repeat it, so you can just sit there and it, and the patch can be completed over multiple flights. So you could yeah. literally get coaching on the ground from somebody that can, that is giving you the smooth and be like, no, do this and this and this and this, and you just keep banging out. Um, you know, inverted and inverted the inverted spin to inverted push. Um, yeah. So you know, until um, you get it right, and it's like, okay, let's move on to the next figure. So we're at we're up to four. The eight sided loop five is an outside loop. You got that. Six yeah, is fine. six. Six we're gonna circle back to. Seven is what? an out. Yeah, we'll circle back. Um, seven okay. is an outside snap roll on a forty five degree upline. Not hard. Definitely able to do it. Okay. Um, yeah. eight is a hammerhead with inverted entry and a half roll up. No big deal. So you can, it wouldn't be a push yeah. exit. It would be a positive exit or at least yeah. that's how I read it. Um, nine is a tail slide wheels down. No big deal. 10 no is a Cuban eight double outside. I don't know. I, they give the, the catalog numbers. I don't know if it's a, if it's a Cuban eight double push, outside. Push, push. So the, you would, you would three, well, I, uh, how would, you, how would that even work? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it seems like it's no big deal. You do that from um, the inverted? Cuban 8 double. I don't it's know. Like, it's got the catalog number, like so the, we'll look it up. You do the two-thirds push and then roll upright and then uh, – anyway, yeah. I don't know. And then 11 is a 360-degree rolling circle. Four, four rolls That'd be a problem. Or, oh, dude, no. You're so hard on yourself. You got this. <laughs> dude, it would be I'd worth – I'd have to this really – rollers you know where, are – Dude, this is the uh, their this is the thing that that you and I needed to give this that little bit of push. Remember? Okay. And then twelve is a okay. full roll. So you, so a full roll, half loop, and then 
three of two point roll on top. So it's, you know, full roll, pull around, and then three half rolls. No big deal. So six is the tough one for, for out of oldies. Um, it's a snap What's roll a, and a vertical six? upline. So okay. a full flick on a, on a vertical up. So, I mean, if you, you got a lot of gas in that thing, just fucking load it up and you're bound to hit one of them. Close your oh, eyes I, I can, and just, yeah. <laughs> just go for it. <laughs> I Six, you know, honestly, six wouldn't be that much. I mean, it's, it's hard to get a good full snap on the, on the upline in this mid wing. I'd have, I mean, I just have to go a little faster. If I, if, if I started at like 190, it would be fine. 180, it just kind of, it does it, but it's just, it gets a little sluggish by the time you're through the snap. It's kind of slow. Yeah. But that, how great of an argument to people when they're like, you would go to contest be like, well, do you have an unlimited smooth? Didn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me when you're unlimited smooth. Otherwise I don't want to hear it. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to hear it. So funny. All right, Russ. Do, I don't want to hear it. Can I, can I ask you this? Can I ask you a question? Are we in the circle of trust? Yeah. Do you care about the smooth program? Up until, re- up until recently, I've decided that I care oh, about it enough you? to have fun with it. You know? Oh, did I lose you? Hello? More technical difficulties. Mm-hmm. Jeffy. Mm-hmm. You there? Yeah, you're back, right? Oh, gotcha now. Gotcha. Yeah, what happened? Um, uh. Yeah, we're st- so we're still recording everything. Okay, we totally completely lost you when I asked you the question about whether you care about... Uh, what's that? Okay. Yeah, I'm here. Hello. You there, buddy? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I have good sir. I have good. Weird. It's like cutting out on your end. How's that better? Every once in a while, we'll say off offline on your uh, on your thing. Uh, must be the satellites. Yeah. So ask me again about um, this. <laughs> all right. So, do you care? I mean, do you do you care about smooth at all? Like, do do any of I, you guys care? Do you guys, do you guys sit, do the advanced team sit there drinking Lagunitas or no, you guys are drinking line and Kugel. You're on the East coast. Okay. You're, you're on yeah, the East yeah, coast yeah. camp. You're drinking line and Kugel. Uh, uh, talking about, um, your smooth patches, your smooths. Um, no, I, we don't, um, I'm answering that seriously. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, the answer uh, actually is no, 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 we don't. Um, no, but I want to do it because I want to have my, I want to have fun with it. I think that everybody should go get one and I want to see, I just want to see every competitor be unlimited smooth at this point because it's, it's so possible for, for the most part. And you know, if you have it a, is possible, the way it's judged it is very possible. Yeah. yeah. But, how, but again, just all these, all these hecklers giving you crap. I mean, you shut them down in two seconds, two seconds. You don't have to talk <laughs> to them. You just showed them, just showed them, put it in their face like a badge. <laughs> Suck on this, bro. Yeah, I can't talk to you until you have one of these. Dude, are, you so allowed, funny. are you allowed in this FBO without one of these? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Unlimited man. smooth only. I want to see when you go back to flying airliners. 
I want to see you like do. I want to hear a recording of some airline pilot that goes viral talking about an unlimited smooth match. Oh my <laughs> god! <last> speaker. <laughs> it it would go viral. Like, Isn't this psycho? Speaking of which, what was all this crap about Queen of the Skies? What the hell? Why did that get so much in play? <laughs> I was didn't that, think you were gonna bring this up. <laughs> yeah. It was not the best segue. We're naturals. We're such natural about this. <laughs> <laughs> like, why does it matter? Okay. Why? Uh, why, God? I'm, I think I, I, I was like, you know what? Let's try not to name drop anybody and throw anybody under the bus this episode, but I, I don't know that it's possible. We can't, I don't know that we can talk about this without talking about who. So yeah. I guess I'm just going to, here it goes. We here it goes. Send, we, sh- we should just send so, it right up to the flight deck. All right. Here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to take it out of the cockpit. And we're putting it right in the flight deck. All right. Let's hear it. Uh, okay. So lay it on me. Patty Wagstaff. Love you. Uh, I'm speechless. <laughs> I, I don't even know where to be. I don't even know. So she made a post and the topic was about the cockpit being a misogynistic um, term, which is not. Uh, it comes from uh, a coxswain being the, the steer of a ship, right? I think that's how yep. you pronounce it. Uh, and the cockpit is where the coxswain is at to steer the ship. It's a nautical thing. Um, be that as it may. Um, the topic divulged to then saying that nobody really calls the 747 the queen of the skies. This Can is you the just first hold, she's wait. heard of it. It's not a real thing. Just hold on. I just want to go grab a cocktail. I just got to go grab a cocktail. <laughs> Okay, I'm back. <laughs> Be right back. I, I gotta go feed my cocktail. Okay, take your time. <laughs> uh, uh, who's your internet provider? Cox. All right, <laughs> got it out of our system. Um, so yeah, uh, and then it, it just divulged into the uh, you know, er, I have never heard. Any, you ask somebody, hey, what do they call the 747? Queen of the skies is the thing that comes out of their mouth. I had yeah. never heard of anybody n- not hearing about how the 747 has been called the queen of the skies. Didn't it's been called that for didn't, decades. Didn't Leonardo DiCaprio even call it that? Yes. And catch me if you can. And catch so me if, if you can. I'm almost positive. Leo said it. Every, if, dude, everybody says that. Yeah. I mean, Boeing, I, if I Googled Boeing calling it that, Boeing has called it that. Um, it's been called that at every year, like Fleet Week. Um, United sponsors Fleet Week in San Francisco. Uh, before they retired the 747, they would have the 747 do a flyover, and it was called the Queen of the Skies by the announcers 10 million times. Um, so, it's a, I've never heard of anybody being like, no, nope, that's just made up. It's, you know, that, that's just, I've never heard that. That's stupid. I'm glad we okay. debunked this. Dude, love, love Patty would, would just love, you know, just and people were like idolize her career, man. But God, what the hell? People were like getting all, all, all like serious about it, and then well, um, she was getting kind of polarizing. To be to be honest, you know, like well, then she called some guy. She's like, she "Are was you doing. even a pilot?" Like the guy was like, the guy seemed like a chill dude. He had a picture of himself holding a model airplane. And she's like, "Are you even a pilot?" And the guy's like, "Yeah, I happen to also be a pilot for like 30, 30 years." And I was like, "Oh my God, Patty, don't say that." Well, good. (laughs) And you know, like we all do this, right? We're all egotistical maniacs. We're pilots, okay? There's so aerobatic pilots. 
we're egomaniacs, right? Airline pilots, it's all about like, you know, how, you know, I, I get accused of flying a light twin because I fly the Airbus. Like, oh, that's cute. Let me know when you fly something heavy, freaking junior, you know? I'm like, God. So it's always, there's always this measuring. There's always this, this like ego element that gets entered in. But if I can just be candid here, you know, Patty has never flown a jet. She's not typed rated in anything. She hasn't pl- flown as a professional pilot in jets. So like to, to get, get after people for calling the 747, the queen of the skies and be like, are you even a pilot? How do you know? Like, come on, dude. You know, yeah. nobody's going to check Patty Wagstaff on, um, on, uh, you know, the extra on, on who's going to take Patty Wagstaff to task on, uh, flying uh, like a technicality of an extra, right? Nobody. And if they do, oh. they're probably going to lose. I'm not doing it. Somebody else can do it. I'm not doing it, yeah. but come on, man. Uh, it was, that was such a train wreck to read. And man, she said some other stuff too. Like, ugh, man, it's like hard yeah, to watch like, your heroes do that kind of stuff. What'd she say something you know? about white people? She's like, look at all the white men flipping, <laughs> flipping out. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't say that. Please, Patty. Don't say that. Oh, man. You're cutting out again. <laughs> oh, man. Are you going silent on this issue? <laughs> oh, gosh. Are you back? It That just slowed. No. It, it slowed. You're, you're kind of, you were kind of getting slow there for a second. And it was so funny because it slowed the record. It slowed your words down and it said, Oh, white man. (laughs) (laughs) Should we cut it out and then redo it? Uh Oh, hold on. I'm trying to get better service where I am. Hold on a second. Oh man. The audio is so bad. Hold on. I'm moving. Oh, dude, yeah. uh, your your internet is poopy. Terrible. Yeah, is it better now? All right, hold on. Oh no, are you in the is hangar? It now? No, I'm outside, but I'm trying to like, I'm outside because of that reason. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah, can you hear me better now? You there, buddy? Yeah, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Is this better over here? Sounding pretty good. All right, cool. This should work, right? No. Yeah. Yeah, sounded pretty good. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, she made some, some. Uh, man. I mean, what would be in a you know? I don't know. Inappropriate I think it's, comments. Um, it's triggering. <laughs> say the least. It's weird, dude. It's just like weird. Why are you? Why? What? You know, like why are you man, talking about? Right? Go, why are you bringing up stand here? Why are you talking about white men? Like why are you telling like people like look at all the white men are getting? It's only the white men getting mad. Like, sorry, but like a lot of your base is is white men. I hate to say well, it. You know, <laughs> and you know what? Screw it. Uh, I've never I've never gotten anything in life by shutting the hell up. So we asked Patty to come on the podcast. I'm just I'm I'm going for it. I don't care. We asked Patty to come on the podcast and she refused. She refused saying that, you know, she was worried about, uh, protecting her image, which you know what any, you know, she's a celebrity in the aviation world. I get it. Um, I can appreciate it. She's famous. She's a huge career. Um, 
totally appreciate that. You know, she, yeah, I, no, I, I absolutely. Um, but then you see this and, um, you, you wonder, okay, so she wants to protect her image by not going on an aerobatic centric podcast to talk about aerobatics. And honestly, and maybe I'm, I'm here, here's my bias judging coming out. I think we would give her a good interview. Like it would, it wouldn't be that typical, you know, press junket, like, Oh, what, when was your first flight? What got you started? When did you do a loop de loop? You know, like, I feel like we would ask some really good technical questions. Right. Um, and I think it would be a fun and engaging podcast and it would, people would actually get to know the real Patty. Cause I'll be honest. I don't think people know the real Patty. I don't, I mean, you know, I, I don't know. Um, but to see this stuff posted online is, it just like bums me out, dude. It bums me out. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's just, I mean, you gotta, it's like we were talking about hours ago, right? We we're talking about, you know, you gotta laugh it off and everything like she didn't want to come on the podcast and it's okay, cool. Like, and then you go online and you post about how you, you don't want to use the word cockpit and, um, you want to change the flight deck, but then you go on a, you go on a podcast and it's called cocktails and cockpits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? I know. I know. I know. And, um, um, it bums me out, dude. It, it's, it's really weird. And I think it bums you know, a lot of people sh- out. And, uh, yeah, it's just like, what, what's the, what's the, what's the motivation here? What's going on here? You know, what are you trying to prove with, with these, with making these super political polarizing posts and then engaging with people? She messaged when I was like, the 747 has been called the queen of the skies forever. She messaged me about it. No, and way. I'm like, yeah. 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 Way. And it's yeah way. Yes way. It's kind of, it's so kind of a bummer. About going to get a queen of the skies. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty high, high um, level of authority or uh, royalty. I would say, right. I don't know. It's, it's certainly a term of endearment. It's not, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I really don't know. Um, yeah. That's a bummer. A bummer. Oh my god, Jinx. Bummer yeah, Coke. Jinx. Um, yeah. But anyway, yeah, you know, hey, I, I don't know what the deal is, but... Uh, I liked it, though. That, it was fun was to watch. I, I mean, I don't think I was alone in reading through the uh, hundreds of comments and laughing. No. Over. <laughs> it was a train wreck. It was a train oh, wreck. It was great. It was great, man. Um, and then people were yeah. just getting so bent out of shape. <laughs> Just when you thought it couldn't yeah. get it, just when you thought it couldn't get any worse, <laughs> it gets worse. Yeah. I know. Just keep, just keep scrolling because it, it does. It gets worse. Yeah, and um, there were some, there were some women on there that were just like getting like, you don't know, blah blah blah. And then, then there were some other women that would come on who were, you know, actual airline pilots and like, dudes, like it ain't like that. Like I have never, I have been treated fine my whole life. In fact, I, I dish it out too. Like. <laughs> What are you doing? Well, listen, like, you, you know, it's a male dominated industry. No doubt women have been treated like shit in aviation. Like, I think we'd all, we can all agree on that, but you know, to just make these like blind assumptions that like, you know, men are all men are bad or all pi- male pilots are bad. Like that's unfair. Cause like I fly with uh, women pilots all the time. I don't treat them any differently. And so how come I don't get, you know, like why, why rope me into that, into that group? that treats women like crap in the cockpit. Like that's, that's yeah. super unfair. I mean, you got you know, like you're, super- you're a feminist. I got a daughter. I don't want to see that. Two happen daughters. My daughter. Yeah. You got two daughters. I got one. No, 
the last thing I want to do is see yeah, something terrible no. happen. But like, you know, just talking 100%. about like, you know, obviously there's, dude, there's, there's terrible male, male pilots out there that are just totally chauvinistic and, and horrible people. Just as much as there's females out there that are just, just totally, I don't know, mean or whatever. Like you're going to get mean people on, on both sides. So, you know, just yeah, don't associate with them or call them out and make them go public with it. I don't know. What yeah, I, I thought it was I thought it was really, I don't know, really in poor taste. You know, just it, I get it. You know, women, ha- so, women have to well, fight you- for their spot in aviation. I understand it. Like I'm, I'm fully on board. You know, women are the my- minority in aviation and you guys got to work harder to just achieve the same level that, you know, uh, male pilots have been achieving. I understand it, dude. I understand the struggle. I mean, I don't personally understand the struggle, but I understand the need to fight for it. Trust me. I am fully on board, but that was, that was a weird one. And there's been a couple other times where, uh, um, you know, she's messaged me on things and, and, and it's very image conscious in some ways and then, uh, not image conscious in others, you know, and it's, yeah, I don't know, man, like doesn't want to come onto the podcast because of image and is careful what she says, uh, uh, in some ways about, you know, flying the extra from a technicality standpoint and says, Oh, d- don't say this on online. Don't do this. Oh, don't, don't put that out there. But then does that. And you're just like, what yeah. image are you protecting when you do that? But not something, I don't know. Anyway. Um, well, I, th- I think you're one of the white men that's getting mad and you know, I'm thinking offense to it. Mark. Can you calm down? I feel it inside me right now. Yeah. Down? I feel it inside me right now. Can you calm down white man? Sorry. Sorry. My bad. Why do you have to My be bad. white? What's your problem? Um, that was a weird one. I think she deleted that one, right? Uh, did you? Somebody sent me a screenshot of it. I, I, no, I, I, yeah. I think it was probably, yeah. I took a screenshot of it because I was just like, wow. Um, but yeah, weird, man. Weird. Um, let's switch gears before we, before we wrap up because um, this is totally relevant. So I just went to the ISC website. It's amazing what happens when you actually go to the website. Um, deadline for IAC rule change proposals is July 1st. So on the website, um, it was posted today, June 29th. The deadline for IAC rules pro- uh, change proposals is July 1st, as noted in it. section one of the IAC, IAC contest rules. I got to get to it then. If you are planning. Yeah, yeah. It goes on to say, if you're planning to propose a rules change, the best way to go do so is here's the link. And it's like IAC.org slash propose dash rule dash change fill out the form and hit submit IAC member login is required so uh if you guys um you know uh, issues at seaward that can be fixed with a rule change submit it boundary judging you guys hate boundary judges submit it um let's get that in uh, in work because uh, that who hates again, boundary judges you know, who this who dare they <laughs> who well, i don't thou? hate that i don't hate them as people who art thou i don't hate them as people <laughs> Yes. show yourself uh, but if you yeah boundary if you, haters if you want to get rid of yeah if you want to get rid of boundary judges uh boundary judging um there's your chance but um yeah man um what else we yeah. got anything else vote for dagmar vote for dagmar vote for jeffrey p Please. vote for Brittany lincoln um who else we got on there there's a couple more and, and uh darn it i thought i'd remember them all i'm sorry um, but you know, go check them out, go check out who's running for the board. There's multiple seats open, multiple positions open. Um, get your votes in and, um, 
If you vote for yeah. me and I get in, Mark will rename his plane Queen of the Skies. Deal. <laughs> Put it right on the side. Deal. <laughs> Mark of the Skies. Oh, we didn't even Mark play the, the video skies. clip. We didn't even uh, play the video clip at the boundary. Should we save it? Oh, let's no. Uh, let's do it, dude. Do it. Play it. It, sounds, let's, it seems petty. We gotta, we, 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 well, is it petty yeah. that you're playing it, or is it petty at how it was that it exists? The out in is petty to me. I feel like we should save it and let me get. I might go through the, the videos more and just get. Maybe we should get okay. like six. Do like a uh, the whole like snippet of like six a cases. compilation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, guys. All right. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting it all right well with that we'll wrap up um thanks to lift aviation for supporting the podcast flycoolshit.com or uh, uh liftaviation.com promo code flycoolshit 25 percent off get, get it while it's hot christmas and all your good gear minus helmets yeah hell yeah Petra, you got anything else i'm good man going on vacation. oh my god did we lose bit. him again no 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 hello oh my god <laughs> no. Makes Jeff sound drunk. Uh, hello, <laughs> you there? Yeah. Can you hear me? It makes you sound drunk. You're like it's like lift, <laughs> dude. I'm on a golf cart on my computer right, with a microphone. You're going to the you're going to the Bahamas, and you're bringing the microphone. We'll do our best to record. Um, yeah. But uh, sorry for the technical uh, the technical snafus. This one. Uh, again. We'll, uh, keep it going for next week. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Hey, this is what happens when you record remote. You know, you just got to roll with the punches. But, punches. Um, yeah, man. Punches. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Yeah. It's All right, happening man. again. No, not again. What the fuck? Hold on. <laughs> How does anybody listen to this podcast? What's that? Can you hear me now? I've been driving like all over the airport recording. <laughs> trying to get service are you there <laughs> yeah i'm here can you hear me oh, fuck motherfucker are you there yeah can you hear me now oh man yeah all right st- Is that better? stay there stay there so we can get the service and we'll sign off the podcast <laughs> <laughs> i'm standing in the middle of a ramp with the phone up <laughs> <laughs> all right and on that note Thanks, everybody, for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. See you later. Thank you for listening to another episode of Fly Cool Shit. Be sure to check out our website at www.flycoolshit.com. Subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes and Spotify. Any questions, comments, or feedback, shoot us an email at flycoolshit at gmail.com. 